0: Welcome back to another episode of the Heated Up Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Brown. If you're not following us on any social media sites, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, if you're new here, this is your first time listening to the pod, go over to those sites, uh, give us a follow, at symbol, Heated Up Podcast. There's two P's in there when you're typing it in. Um, I want to say I appreciate everyone for showing some support. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, I know it's been a really good journey um, that we have. We've been pushing out episodes as much as possible. Um, so I want to appreciate everyone for sticking in with us and uh, continuing to tune in every week. Um, today's episode, I believe we're on episode 18. Uh, we got a little bit to talk about UFC wise. Um, we have some breaking news in the NFL, a couple of big signings. Uh, we got some awful news for Heat fans. Um, unlucky game the other night. Um, so we got to talk a little bit about that um and kind of break down what's going on in the nba in the next couple of days uh we also got to talk about our upcoming nfl week 10 matchups i believe i think we're on week 10 already this season is just flying by i think we're on week 10 week nine or week 10 one of the two um we got to talk a little bit about those matchups uh break them down give you my predictions um yeah and all that and more on today's episode of the heated up podcast let's get ready to heat it up All right, guys! Happy Friday! Today's Friday already of the work week. Everything's coming to an end. Um, at least for those of you that work a Monday through Friday schedule. Unfortunately, I do not, so I do have to work the weekend. But nonetheless, we got an episode coming out for you guys today, um, and it's a good one. We got a lot to talk about. I think there's so much that's gone on news-wise. It's kind of made me be like, okay, we gotta record an episode. So I'm pretty excited to record today. Um, today's Friday. Um, yeah, like like what a good day! Like Fridays are good days, you know um so let's talk um let's just break it down i usually like to cover the smaller sports so like if i have only a couple of things for news of certain sports i want to mash them in the first uh segment of the day so let's talk ufc i know i've been leading off with ufc lately there's only one thing to talk about ufc um well there's a couple but um we got a little bit to talk about welterweight division um jorge masvidal and leon edwards is off for ufc 269 in december um, Jorge, uh, I, I got the news at work. Unfortunately, at work, I can't use Twitter. Um, I don't know if it's like the Wi-Fi network or whatever's going on, um, but I don't have access to Twitter, so I, I had to have my friend send me what was going on. Um, uh, I, I did a little bit more research, obviously, so I, I, I could be you know, up-to-date. Jorge Masvidal, like all you guys know, my favorite fighter right now. So uh, it sounds like he has an undisclosed injury. I don't know what it was. I didn't hear any you know, new backstage stuff going on. Anybody knows what the injury is? Uh so it's, it's it's unfortunate that you know the fight can't go down. Um obviously I think that Masvidal would have had a really good fight. I think that probably Leon um at some point would have kind of taken over what he usually does in his fights, but I mean again, Leon has only had one fight in the last 3 years, you know. Um obviously he's had issues with COVID, he's had issues with injuries and all that, but still nobody knows what Leon Edwards is capable of even though he's the third-ranked welterweight right now. So it's tough to really say and grasp what you think Leon's next step is. I know Leon has said that he wants to just focus on the champion. He said something about going to family, focus on family, and he'll see the champ down the road. Um, I don't think that's the right step for him. I think that he needs to uh, continue camp. I think he needs to continue like he has an opponent. Um, and one guy that I think that he should fight um, is Luque, uh, Vicente Luque. Um luke A, i think was the correct me if i'm wrong i believe he was the backup for the kamaru and covington fight I'm, I'm almost positive on that um and i know he missed weight um but he's in shape to fight he he missed weight he was uh i listened to dana white's conference i listen after every big pay-per-view i listen to dana white and all the fighters whenever they come on uh, mma life on youtube if any of you guys want to watch it they always have all the the press conferences and all that um so the post-fight uh press conference dana white was uh talking about uh luke A missing weight and he was saying that um you know luke missed weight and then he has those i think two hours to cut the weight um but he didn't cut the weight because it sounded like kamaru and covington were going to make weight anyways so it didn't matter if he was going to cut the weight because they were already going to make it so i think he didn't decide to go cut weight but he was he probably would have been able to cut the weight and, and been ready for the fight um and nonetheless i think he's ready to fight i think that um luke is the guy that should come in and fight tonight oh not tonight but to take to, to take masvidal's um place i definitely think that that would be a phenomenal fight between uh luke and edwards i think those are the top two guys and i think the winner has to t- uh, face the champion i think that's it um other than the welterweight i mean you look at kobe who's already lost to Kamaru twice. you got Masvidal who's already lost to Kamaru twice. So I don't really see another welterweight coming up in the rankings um besides Luke or or Leon Edwards and I think you got to have a number one contender fight and make that be known. Leon, you win this fight, you are the number one contender and you're fighting Kamaru next. I think that's what has to happen and again, Kamaru's already faced Leon. We already know what happens when those two come together. Leon obviously has had a little bit longer um through that last fight, you know, the separation between fights. Um, I think that it will be a little bit of a closer fight, but I don't think Leon touches Kamaru. Like, I don't think it's close. And it's really tough to say because, you know, Leon's a really good fighter. It's just, I don't see anybody beating Kamaru. I know I threw money on Kobe Covington. Um, and I did think Kobe that was going to win that fight, but, you know, he didn't win the fight. And ultimately, Kamaru Usman is the best Farm fighter um, in the UFC. And maybe, even, ah, I can't say the world. I can't say the world because Canelo's living and breathing on this earth, but he's number two for sure um, in fighting um and then and then another news it sounded like Kamzat wanted to come in instead of Luke K Kamza wanted to take to take Masvidal's place so you know we could get breaking news that Leon Edwards and Kamza has a fight you could get news that uh, Luke and and Edwards has a fight and or we could get news that you know there is going to be no backup for that fight there's not going to be anybody coming in and and Leon just going to have to sit and wait i don't think Dana White does that though i think Dana White tries to put a fight together i mean how many times man has it seemed like leon edwards fights just don't go through the last fight the nate diaz fight before then when was leon's last fight like pre-covid you know so i don't think that dana white's gonna want to do that i think dana's gonna want to put together a fight and i think it's probably gonna be luke i know comzat is probably the guy that everybody wants to see but i don't think you get comzat i think you get luke um instead so i think that's gonna be really interesting to see and uh i can't wait to see what goes down with that Um, let's talk MLB I don't think there's any other UFC news let's talk MLB today I was driving uh, I got a notification I put my phone on um, like the dashboard thing where you can hook your phone up Um, I got a notification it's like MLB Network one of the guys from the Yankees I follow Um, and it sounds like the Yankees are going to go all in on Matt Olson Um, interesting fact I heard on that video this year the Yankees left handed batters against righties home runs was 42 home runs as a lefty batter on righty so i'm assuming a lot of joey gallo home runs some brett gardner i don't know if hicks had one earlier in the season um i can't even think of any other lefties rugned um so anytime they faced a righty batter that was what they considered that um and matt Olson alone had 39 so imagine him in new york uh playing with the yankees playing in yankee stadium in that short porch over there imagine how many home runs he can get out there so i would love to see that i still don't know what their plan is with rizzo um but i still don't think the matt olsen stuff really fixes your shortstop need and i don't think you make a trade for matt olsen until you have a shortstop you know because i think it sounds like glaber's going to be moved that's what i've heard that's all the news i've been hearing and and all the people talking it sounds like glaber is going to get moved because glaber is really valuable piece um i think he's just really really young and he doesn't I wouldn't say have that grind, but he just doesn't have it in him to be a New York Yankee currently at this moment. He has a lot of star potential. He just has to put it together, and I don't think New York is the place to do that. Um, I think that the Yankees have to get a shortstop under their contracts, I, had, I and I know they're going to try to go into the luxury. I heard that. Um, there's a lot that the Yankees, they're, they're making a push. They need to make a push, um, and, and I and I don't think that there's any other way to say it. They have to make a push this year. So, Matt Olsen coming over. Then it's like, what do you do with Voight? What do you do with Rizzo? Are you bringing Rizzo back? I know Rizzo said he wants to come back. Is Gallo going to be moved or expendable? How is that going to work? Because he still has one year on his contract, I believe. So there's a lot to look at as a yankee fan from the outside looking in obviously not knowing what's going on in my opinion i would love to get Corey seager over here i would love to get matt olsen over here rizzo had a phenomenal um he came over he played really good he had those clutch moments that walk off i loved it i just don't think he has it in him again i think he's another guy that just doesn't have it We've already taken the experience of Gallo. I think Gallo's another guy that just ain't it. It was really two good moves that made me go, wow, this is really good right now. And then when it came to fruition and they came onto the field, I just don't think it was the best move. Um, At the time it was, and it just didn't pan out to what you want it to be. So I think you got to go after Corey Seager. I think you have to go after Matt Olson. I think if you do put those two bats in their left field lefties, um, I think Seager might be a sh- uh, switch. I can't be certain i might be wrong on that but i don't know i think i might be wrong on that i think he's just a lefty but he's a lefty nonetheless he can hit lefty so you you take those guys pair them up aaron hicks coming back who is a switch hitter um and so that's already three lefty bats in there i think gary becomes expendable i think Gio's expendable i think the only two guys you have to keep is giancarlo and judge at least the batters wise, I think everybody else can be expendable. Um, I don't think they'll move Hicks though. I think the Hicks will be in the starting lineup this year, um, which you know, in the beginning of the year was tough. I think he's gonna have a bounce back year. He's dealing with that injury, um, and then he was out for the whole year. So I would love to see what Aaron Hicks can bring to the table next year. Um, but yeah, that's the Yankees news. I don't think there's any other MLB news besides the Astros offering Correa three hundred mil, um, which I don't know if the Yankees even attempt to um, offer. But I don't know what Carlos wants to do. I don't know if he wants to come and play in New York. I don't know if he wants to go back to Houston. I don't know. I know he didn't want to go back to Houston. But for $300 million, how do you say no? You know. So there's a lot to see in the MLB. I know we're in winter. You know, We're starting to get uh, to these signings and trades and all that stuff starting to roll around. So I'll definitely keep you guys updated on all that. Um, yeah, there's just a lot. There's a lot going on. So I can't wait to see what the Yankees can do. I will say the Red Sox did make out in that trade. Schwarber is a nasty, nasty player. And I would have died for Schwarber to be in that outfield instead of Joey Gallo. But, you know, we digress. We did what we had to do. And Joey Gallo was attempted to be the better guy. And he was not. He didn't plan out. So congrats to the Red Sox on uh, a good signing. Unlucky. So let's talk. Let's just talk. I will uh, break it down in a second. So... Ah, damn. So, <laughs> two nights ago, um, the, Yan- ah, the Yankees, <sighs> I'm already flustered, the Heat and Lakers played. Now, I was at work, but I made it home for roughly, I think there was like four minutes left in the first. I kind of had it. the audio playing on my phone while I was driving home. Um, I don't have words for that game so i don't know if any of you watched i think there was at least like five or six banked shots and like that's something you rarely see in the nba today you know you don't really see guys banking shots they go in for the swish and you know steph curry i'm used to just boom and westbrook malik monk avery bradley all using the backboard to shoot, and I'm like, damn. And it's like not like mid range, like Westbrook had a mid range one, and I was like, you know, that's Westbrook. He does that all the time. But like from three, like there was like three or four of them, and I was like, yo, are you kidding me? Um, Jimmy Butler out, um, injured. Um, unfortunately, it sounds like he's gonna be out a couple of games. Um, I don't know, you know, the extent of it, unfortunately. So, um, you know, that's unfortunate for us. Um, w- you know, we need to get on, on a little bit of a roll, um, you know, and it doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime too soon. I think we're going to uh, lean over and, and just try to get through this West Coast trip, only a couple more games, and, you know, just, just try to get through it and then, you know, get back home, try to get healthy and, and, and regroup. Um, Tyler Hero, nonetheless, had a phenomenal game had so many opportunities went to overtime had that opportunity to shoot it tie it to go to double ot he freaking fumbled the ball and then shot and it just wasn't if he would have caught that clean we're going to second overtime the kid was feeling it duncan robinson obsolete lately i don't know what's going on with him i don't know if it's the podcast the girlfriend um the 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 contract i don't know what it is i don't know if he's in his head psyching himself out but he's got to figure it out because right now he's very obsolete he's getting a little bit of boards he's been cutting a little bit better than he has the past couple of years um but he's shooting only like 32 percent from three i think it might be even 31 after last night's game so he's really got to pick it together um once he gets it going which i think he will we're only what 12 13 14 games in so, you know, once he gets that together, hopefully he can get that together sooner rather than later. Kyle Lowry's been playing a little bit better, you know, defensively, i loving what this team is bringing. You know, let the Lakers get a lot of open shots, but nonetheless, defensively, when Jimmy's out there, bam, and everybody's focused and driven, I think that this is one of the best teams in the NBA still, and I don't think anything can change that besides a couple of bad losses uh, to the Celtics, Pacers, uh, Nuggets, and then this this bad loss to the Lakers in overtime, where I thought they were really going to pull it out um, and, you know, win this uh win this game so exciting news um for east teams the heat lost obviously um tough stand in la i mean tough like really bad so you know we digress move on and uh hopefully they can pull it together um i think the next game they have is the jazz again um but i could be wrong let me double check my uh information i hope it's not the jazz because like the jazz is another team where it's like they pull it together man they start just winning games it is the jazz on saturday at five so another game i'll be at work for and then i think it's the thunder and then we're back home um so can't wait to go home um rest a little bit hopefully these guys can get healthy tyler goes and sees his baby again maybe you know puts it together with these guys and they can start to get together a couple of wins in a row again so really looking forward to it and uh it's still Miami in 6. I know people say Heat in 5, I say Miami in 6. I like Miami in 6 way better. I'd love Heat in 5, but like realistically Miami in 6 any team. Um nonetheless, um Steph Curry that same night the Heat lost, it was like 13 games that night. 50 points again. I mean, the guy is just he's not even real. Like I don't even believe he's real. Like, literally, I don't believe he's a real player. He just, he, just, he just isn't. He's just not a real player in my eyes. Like, he's like he's like a video game. So, it's just it just crazy. And then that night, Wigan, uh, Anthony Edwards had 48. Um, Lonzo shot like 7 for 10 from 3. Like, the NBA is going crazy right now with these guards shooting. So, it's like, Duncan Robinson, put your name in the basket. You know? Figure it out. Lock it in and um you know let's let's go back out there and 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 be the best uh the best shooter in the world again because at one point duncan robinson was um even though steph curry was injured and clay was injured duncan robinson was the number one shooter in the nba at one point so i think he needs to get back to that um i hope he does you know just keep putting the ball up and uh eventually he can uh you know get back to that that level um let's go into a break been talking for a little bit I'm trying to think i don't know what we're going to talk about when we come back from the break i'll figure it out usually i haven't been writing stuff down for these episodes i've been just winging it and i think you know it's better instead of re- reading script or reading news and all that so you know we'll jump into a break i think this might be a little bit of a quicker episode you know nice little friday get you a quick little 30 minute episode talk a little bit and uh you know go on from there and start fresh next week i know there's a little bit of stuff i want to talk about for next week but nothing i can talk about this week so let's jump into a break we'll be right back and uh thank you for continuing to listen with us welcome back from the break guys um i have had chipotle literally every single day this week and i know a lot of you know i love chipotle but like damn dude i keep trying to want to swear on here too i don't want to um damn it's uh it's a lot you know um i think i'm gonna get like panera tomorrow i haven't had have that all week well literally i've only had chipotle and i don't know i'm chipotle laid out i guess chipotle laid out that's not a that's not a weird whatever um nfl week 10 uh, let's break it down Sunday's games and let's close out today's episode. There was a lot of news, but I kind of covered it <laughs> the first the first segment. So we'll have a little bit of a quicker episode this week, um, you know, and talk and break down games more. I'll, I'll do a little bit more in depth for uh, these these football games, anyways. I like to do that, anyways. Um, and then we'll have another episode probably Tuesday. Yeah, I'll probably say like Tuesday. Tuesday, or, nah, probably Tuesday, probably Tuesday. I'm trying to think of, like my nights. I know I work, but like I'll, I'll get it done. I'll get it done for you guys. Um. So first game on the slate, we're gonna go spreads. We got Tampa Bay minus nine and a half on the road against Washington. I'm still not sold on Washington. I'm not sold on them even covering games. They're they're not a really good team, right? So the quarterback obviously is still Taylor Heineke. I know that they, Chris, Chris Godwin is questionable. I know that Jason Pierre-Paul is questionable. I know Gronk is questionable. I'm not sure what their status is on playing. Um, that's for Tampa Bay. Logan Thomas still on IR. I know that he's looking to be moved up and being able to play. I don't know how close he is, though. Curtis Samuel doubtful. And Antonio Gibson questionable. So I, I really am not liking... Um, w- Washington in this game at all. Even though they're all at home, they're just scary. They're not a really good team. Tampa Bay minus 9.5, a, a really good bet there. Um, and I think that's what I'm going to go with if I had to bet on this game. Tampa Bay minus 9.5. I'd probably stay away only because Washington's defense is super good. And obviously we know what they can do. They can, they can win games just on their defense. But, you know, playing Tom Brady, I don't know about that one. I think that this week it's going to go, especially Tom Brady off the bye. Like that's, you got to think of all of that. So... I'd probably take Tampa, but I'd probably stay away with it. I'm not confident in that pick. Next game we got Steelers minus eight and a half. Lions on the road. Um Steelers obviously came out on Monday night, I believe they played Chicago. Offense doesn't look the best. I know that, you know, obviously Juju's still out for the year. Another guy that's out and could be out for a long time. Chase Claypool. I know that he's questionable. Najee Harris, he's questionable. So you got a couple of these guys that are questionable. Big Ben, questionable. Does Detroit cover Detroit might win this game. Like, I know how crazy that seems. This is my long shot Detroit money line. I don't know why. I'm just feeling it. I don't know. If you need a long shot bet, take Detroit money line. I know, again, they're on the road. I know it's a tough one. But if all these guys, Najee doesn't play, Big Ben doesn't play, are they are still lingering with some of these injuries? i'm gonna take detroit i'm gonna take detroit money line again another game i'd probably stay away from because until i know closer to the injuries but right now detroit money line detroit plus eight and a half definitely i would take but detroit money line maybe sprinkle a little bit a little bit of dough on that one so next game saints titans obviously titans still no derrick henry but uh new orleans still no michael thomas i don't think he's ever coming back jameis not coming back anymore alvin Kamara questionable um tennessee looked pretty good i know julio's questionable aj brown is still like is he like back to playing really good football i don't know i know if you look at tennessee's uh injury report it just goes down and down so three points um at home saints on the road they're catching three i gotta go with tennessee i think tennessee's real deal right now number one in the afc they want to You know, bounce back. Another really good game last week. Um, Bounce back and and, and continue. Well, not bounce back, but, you know, bounce off this win and and continue to move forward. I think that the Bills with their loss against the Jaguars last week really lit a fire under Tennessee. And I think that a huge win in Los Angeles last week really sealed the deal for Tennessee being a really good team this year. So they won 28-16. I love Tennessee minus three against the Saints, who I'm not sold on. I'm not sold on the Saints. I don't like their how, what they're doing right now. And I'm definitely going to bet ten- Tennessee minus three at home. Absolutely. Next game on the slate, Falcons-Cowboys. Falcons, you know, another team where you're like, are they a real deal? Are the Cowboys real deal? Last week, the Cowboys got slaughtered by the Broncos. So are the Cowboys, you know, a team that you want to put your money on again this week? Yes, I think they had a really bad week against a good defense. Atlanta's defense is not that good. Atlanta I don't think catches with catches points um less than double digits in my my opinion. I think Dallas is still one of the top teams in the NFC. I think they're a top team in the NFL altogether. So, I love Dallas at home minus 9. Give me that. Um, you know, Atlanta and like I said, you know, they barely barely won that game against the saints and i don't like the saints so i'm really liking dallas this game at home bounce back game um give me dallas minus nine for sure um and i don't know how many injuries they got i know cordero patterson um is probably gonna play in that game um calvin ridley obviously isn't so you know definitely dallas has the high horse um and uh you know zeke continues to be zeke you know up and down year obviously a former guy, so it's it's tough and, and I think that they don't even have the kicker either Dallas I think Greg Zerline uh big leg Greg is on uh COVID list so you know unfortunate for them but I definitely still have Dallas minus nine in this one Browns Patriots Browns are catching two and a half did Browns just lost Odell he's gone Jarvis Landry he's questionable Jadavion Clowney he's questionable Kareem Hunt still out Nick Chubb COVID do the Patriots beat the G- the Browns do they beat the Browns? Does Mac Jones pull it together? Only minus two and a half at home. I like that bet. I like that bet. I like the Patriots this week. I know I've been super down on the Patriots. I just think the Browns have so many injuries. Um, Patriots run defense I think is pretty good. I think I think that they're a pretty decent defense to stop Ernst Johnson, who I tried to pick up in every fantasy league I could. I picked him up the first time. Um... But I dropped him because I'm an idiot. So nonetheless, um Patriots minus two and a half. I love that. Baker still, it's like is he like is he is he good? Is his arm good? I know his arm's you know, he had that injury, so I like the Patriots minus two and a half for sure at home. Give me that one. I'm definitely probably gonna bet on that one too. Um and now we move. AFC East matchup, Bills on the road, minus twelve against the Jets. Look what the Jaguars did to the Bills, right? I think the jets lose by maybe 31 like the bills are going to come out and absolutely play their hearts out because what happened last week will never happen again like the bills aren't going to lose to the worst team in the league again you know so it's unfortunate that they had to deal with that um bills minus 12 i think is a lock um I just don't like... Like, like the Jets, what are they? Are they fighting for something? Are they not? I, they're out like, two, two or three quarterbacks. Like, who's the quarterback right now? Is Zach Wilson back? Is it going to be Mike White? Is it going to be Josh Johnson? Is it going to be Joe Flacco? Like, who... Who's the quarterback right now? So, like, I don't... You can't give me a confident answer. Like, the Jets beat the Bengals, and the Jets beat, um... Uh, who else did the Jets beat? Oh, killing me, killing me, killing me. I got to look. Titans, Titans, I remember that one. You know, they beat two decent teams where a lot of people thought they were, those were playoff teams. So could the Jets have an upset? Probably, but like, will it happen? No, like there's a better chance of a meteor hitting planet Earth than the Jets winning straight up in this game. So definitely Bill's money line, but you know, Bill's minus 12, I think is another, another safe bet. And we move on, talking about the team that beat the Bills, the Jaguars. Jaguars on a high game. Um, They're at an all-time high right now, just beat possibly a lot of people's favorites in the AFC right now. Um, And they're on the road against the Colts. The Colts are minus 10.5. I do not like Carson Wentz. I know I say it every week, and then sometimes it'll pop off, sometimes you won't. I don't like Carson Wentz but I also don't like the Jaguars. So I have to go with the Colts because I'm more confident in Carson Wentz than I am in Trevor Lawrence. Like Trevor Lawrence, struggling this year, man. Struggling, struggling, struggling. Nine picks to eight touchdowns. Carson Wentz, 17 touchdowns with three picks. Like Carson Wentz really hasn't had a bad year. I'm just not confident in Carson Wentz to put my money on Carson Wentz. I'm sorry. Um, So I got to go with the Colts, minus 10.5 on that one. That's it for, for 1 o'clock games. We're going on to the 4 o'clock games. First 4 o'clock game, Chargers-Vikings. I'm going to do this one short and sweet. Chargers minus 3. Justin Herbert continuing to try to have MVP-type game. Um, you know, he, he tries to do that every single week. I, I can see it. The guy really wants it. He wants to be recognized as one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and I think this week he's going to be able to do that. Uh, against the Vikings team That's that's you know has a little bit of controversy, is what's going on with Dalvin Cook? Um I think they have to figure that out. I, I, I dropped Alexander Madison in my other league and picked him back up. Thank God I had the worst waivers and nobody picked him up. Because like if Dalvin Cook has to go to trial or any of this kind of stuff goes down and he's got to go to court or anything, Dalvin Cook's looking at, you know, losing a little bit of time, maybe even the rest of the year. So, you know, I like the charges in this game. You know, even if Alexander Madison's a quarterback uh, running back or even Dalvin Cook, it doesn't matter. I love the charges at home, minus three, against the Vikings this week. And then moving on, another game. Panthers and Cardinals. The Panthers. We didn't talk about it. Just signed Cam Newton. Issue. It is Friday, and Cam Newton is nowhere near probably ready to play this week. So, who are the the, the Panthers going to roll out? Philip Walker, P.J. Walker. Give me the cardinals minus 10 and a half give me the cardinals minus alternate line 17 i think the cardinals absolutely below this team up as long as kyler plays i don't know if you know he's still on the injury list if he doesn't play then i wouldn't take the 17 but i definitely still take the 10 and a half but i think that d hop's gonna play i think Buda Baker's gonna play i know he had a concussion um but i think d hop kyler probably play and all these guys play Um, So I definitely am going to take the Cardinals at home, minus 10.5. And And then moving on to another team that's on a big win, the Broncos um, against the Eagles. Broncos are minus 3 at home against the Eagles. I love the Eagles in this. I don't have any confidence in the Broncos to be a good team. Another game where I'm like, are the Broncos good? And I just can't can't say that. I can't say that the Broncos are good. I think it was a fluke game, um, and I like the Eagles coming in into Denver and, you know, blowing out this Broncos defense. You know, I know that Dallas had the best offense, couldn't do it against their defense, but at the end it started to look like Dallas picked it up. I think there's just a really bad game by the Dallas offense. I think if the Eagles can put it together, focus up, I think that they can absolutely beat the Broncos and and maybe even win money line straight up. So I love that bet. Would definitely do that. Move on. Last 4 o'clock game, probably the game of the week, Seahawks-Packers. Is Russell Wilson back? I think so. So I don't know. Is Rogers back? I, I I don't know. Like this is a game where like I absolutely stay away from it until I know the situation. If it's both backups, I don't know. I take like maybe maybe the Seahawks plus three and a half only because I don't think this this is a high scoring game. I think both these teams do not score. Now if Wilson and Rogers are back. I take the Seahawks in this one. The points I take the points I don't even take money line I'm I'm not confident but three and a half I love that for Russell Wilson to work with, um. I guess just give me the Seahawks plus three and a half like I don't know if, I don't know the status of Rodgers and and, and 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 Wilson I don't know I don't know so it's a tough one it's a tough one, um, and now the eight o'clock Sunday game Chiefs Raiders, what goes on there? Are the Chiefs gonna be good? on the road, are they going to cover, are they going to win, are, what is going on, and the Raiders got their own issues, like we talked last week, Henry Ruggs, John Gruden, it's like every week there's something new with the Raiders, so um, I got to take the Chiefs, right, like I think I'm a fool to not take the Chiefs, I think it's probably a close game, I probably don't even take the points, I just take Chiefs money line because I'm not confident they cover, um, even though it's two and a half, I'm just, just not confident, I'm just not confident, I'd probably take the Chiefs money line. I have to, so that's what i'll do in that eight o'clock game um unfortunate 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 endings i just don't know what to say the chiefs are just really bad this year and if Mahomes is playing you know it's uh, I, it's just tough it's just really tough so i'll probably take the chiefs i probably won't even touch the game but if i had two chiefs minus two and a half like if i had to take a spread and now my favorite bet of the week the rams just signed odell beckham jr not playing this week But I continuously say on this podcast each and every week, and I say in in the PlayStation parties with my friends, the 49ers just aren't good. I'm just not sold on the 49ers. And I don't think I ever will be, even though they're 3 5. Like, they're not like a bad, bad team. But, like, their wins are against the Bears, the Eagles, uh, and the Lions. They're not a good team. When they play good teams, Packers lost, Seahawks lost, Cardinals lost. Colts loss. Cardinals loss again. I'm just not sold Oops. I'm not sold on the Niners. I'm just not. I'm just really, really, really not. I just yeah. I'm just not confident in the Niners. And I don't care if they throw Trey Lance out there. I don't care if they throw Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm just not ever gonna put money onto the 49ers it's just not gonna happen so Rams minus four at home uh, or on the the road excuse me 49ers at home uh give me the Rams for sure minus four I think that's an absolute uh not lock but like it's a really good bet I love Matt Stafford what he's done obviously he's gone a high horse you know trying to show Adele Beckham Jr this is the team you want to be at and uh yeah he definitely uh will probably show that so um actually breaking news in my wow that's crazy my Dynasty League somebody just traded Travis Kelsey DJ Moore and Trevor Lawrence for Mar Jackson and Jerry Judy I don't know how to feel about that interesting interesting but nonetheless I know one thing when I was editing last episode I didn't talk about my top 5 favorite UFC fights and I was like damn I gotta put it in this episode so I didn't put it in with the UFC I'm gonna end the show on this Top of the head, on my mind, best fights. Um, I'm not going to rank them because, like, it's tough. Like, I really would have to sit and think about my favorite fights. Um, but let's just do it. Let's just try to get the top five. Like, I don't have it in my head. Number one um, fight Kamaru Usman, Kobe Covington, the first one. I don't think anything touches it. I just... I just don't. I don't see anybody touching that fight. Um, It was such a good fight. Both fighters wanted to strike. That's what everybody loves. What a great fight. I loved it. Um, You know, a lot of people have that ranked somewhere in their top 10. I think it's in my top 5. This is all my personal, not biased, but my opinionated fights. Um, The second fight... Is a recent fight, literally last pay-per-view, Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler. I thought that fight was absolutely incredible. I thought those guys put on a show. Um, I don't think anybody uh, in the right mind wouldn't have that fight in their top ten. I think it was literally fireworks. Like it was, it was meant to be. Like it was a fight that everybody wanted to see, and I think it lived up to the hype. And so many people are excited that that fight went down. At three, again, not ranked. Uh Robbie Lawler and Rory McDonald Two, the second fight they had. Um I know a lot of people have that as the greatest fight of all time. Um it was amazing. I mean Robbie Lawler, class act, Rory McDonald, class act, both really good fighters. Um both guys, I believe it was like UFC like one something. I can't even remember. It was I know it was before two hundred. Um it was a really good fight i think it happened in 20 something 2014 15. i wasn't a real fan but i i remember looking up a youtube video the best fights um and then i got a video from that and then i went to go look at the actual fight and it just absolute fireworks like literal amazing amazing stuff um so that's three four funny enough john jones is in my list and i don't like john jones fights but his fight against Alexander Gustafson, both guys put it on the line. Phenomenal fight. I mean, literally, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better fight, you know. In my opinion, I just don't think you could have asked for a better fight. It was such a good one. Um, light heavyweight division at that time was was soaring. And Jon Jones was taking everybody out. And, and Gustafson, I thought a lot of people um, thought that he would have won that fight. Another fight that, you know, I wasn't a big fan at the time. I watched that fight back phenomenal fight and lastly as much as i want to put a masvidal fight up there the nate diaz and masvidal fight honorable mention it just didn't last the whole time you know if it would have gone the distance it probably would have been in my top five i can't another fight kelvin gastelum and adesanya phenomenal fight that one i watched recently actually and that was actually when israel really got tested and kelvin put on a show i still think that kelvin probably could put up a better fight against anybody in the middleweight division on israel right now but you know we can't go back in time and, and do stuff um, and i want to put a gsp fight on here i just can't his best fight in my opinion is probably uh, it's probably got to be his condit fight i i guess i don't know i don't know i, I don't know you know i want to put you know some of my favorite fighters on there but i can't and i can't be biased. I have to go Nate Diaz and McGregor 2. McGregor um, I I bought that pay-per-view I remember when I was young I told my dad hey I want to buy this pay-per-view I bought the pay-per-view McGregor and Diaz 2 Wow that was one of the best fights as a kid and then rewatching it now it lived up to what my mind had it at it was such a good fight so you know I wanted to get that out there because I know everybody says I got a lot of top five fights Usman Covington, the first one. Michael uh, Chandler and Justin Gaethje as the second. Robbie Lawler and Roy McDonald as the third. John Jones, Alexander Gustafson as the fourth. And fifth was Conor McGregor and Neat Diaz two. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. I wanted to get that off my chest. Um, if you haven't watched any of those fights and you're a UFC fan, go back and watch those right now. Phenomenal fights. I don't know what else to say really 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 good fights i told you my honorable mentions the masvidal and, and diaz and and you know and i forget what else i put an honorable mention as um but nonetheless really good fights um that's my top five currently and i know there's a couple of recent ones but you know oh uh, kelvin Gastelum. that's the fight and adesanya when i watched that literally like a couple of days ago so yeah, that is it. That is my top five list for right now. Um, if anything changes, I will definitely let you guys know. If we get a fight in the top five, but like I don't think we will. Like the Gaethje Chandler fight, I think everybody can agree that was that could have been like one of the best fights of all time. Like literally, if that went to five rounds, insane, insane numbers. But that is it um, with this episode. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, we are going to be going live again, um, another episode Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, possibly. Going to be Tuesday, probably going to be Tuesday realistically. I um, hope to see you guys there. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, episode 18 of the Heated Up Podcast now over. Um, I appreciate you guys. Hopefully, you have a great weekend, and I will talk back to you guys on Tuesday. Um, goodbye, everybody. Good night. God bless. And uh, go heat. You know, let's heat it up. Go heat. It all works together. It all works together. Goodbye. Sounds dry. <music>